Thanks, everyone, and welcome again to another Rec Poker Podcast Forums Edition. I'm your host, Jim Reed, and I'll be uh, talking with our regular panel about some strategy conversations taken out of the Rec.Poker Forums. So I'm joined here by the one and only Steve Fredland. Lead us off, sir. Hey, everybody. Good to see you. Rec Poker Steve on the PokerStars home game, uh, and I'm excited to be here. Looks like Rob's got his uh, mic unmuted next, so like a target, we're going after him. All right, this Rabman 50 on the <laughs> Poker Stars game, Rob Washam in real life. And you can also check me out on Twitter at Rabman50. And Andrew. Uh, Andrew Feist in real life also, but then I'm dealer 412 uh, at the D Poker Stars home game and just got my aces cracked. Sweet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm Chris Jones in, uh, and 5 by 5 5 5 5 on the PokerStars game. <laughs> Taylor, t tell us a little about yourself. Taylor Moss here, or uh, Gopher Boy TJM on the PokerStars home game. Also, Taylor Moss on Twitter. Um, a little-known fact about me, I set the record for most mentions on a Rec Poker podcast without actually being on the Rec Poker podcast. You guys went crazy talking about me last month with the run that I went in the home game. And I don't know how many times I heard my name mentioned and I wasn't even there. So thanks for that. <laughs> how could we not with a run like that? Five bucks a pop, it adds up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to pay you for that, right, Steve? That's correct. Point. Okay, all right, all right. We'll settle up later. Or, or I'll take it in coaching. That's fine, too. <laughs> And I'm uh, John Somsky, also known as Poker Geek MN, and I consider myself Poker Geek MN online and in real life. So, you know, you can call me whatever you want. <laughs> and he's not wrong about that. Uh, like I said, I'm Jim Reed. I'm Bluffsterini in the home game. And uh, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Running Aces, Casino Hotel and Racetrack, Learn Pro Poker, and Website Amp. So, as always, we're going to take a look at one of the discussion posts in the Rec.Poker Forum. This one's from user Wojami, uh, and I'm not sure who Wojami's real name is, but I really like their cool skull avatar. And they have a question close to my own heart. What would tips or instruction on proper note-taking of players during online tournaments? Being an online player myself, I love talking about note-taking, but Taylor Moss was the first one to respond in the forums here, so let's go to him and see what he has to say. Yeah, I think this is a, a really fun discussion. Um, it kind of gets into how can you adjust for your opponent's play. And when you're playing online or playing uh, through those means, you kind of get into the spot where you forget who people are. You don't have that face to tie to uh, someone's avatar or how they're playing and stuff like that. But there is online note-taking, which is a huge component of this. And... Uh, I think people could benefit a lot from taking good notes. However, it can be tough to really take good notes. So what I advise is keep things short and simple and always note things that are off compared to like what you would normally expect to see. If someone's limping a lot, uh, you can tag that, but it's usually not a big thing. But if they're limping and then raising or limping going all in and you see them do that with aces, uh, but they hadn't limped before, boom, that's a quick little note to throw onto someone and say, limp, re-raised aces. Now you're, you're aware of their traps that they may be setting. Uh, if you see them limp folding a lot, that's a good note to take. Now you can uh, 
you know, adjust to someone's play style. And when you're doing this, I like to use a lot of shorthand because I'm used to this and I'm taking a lot of notes. Uh, but anything that you can do to tell as much detail about the hand that you can in the shortest amount of time possible so you can get back to playing because you're having to do this while you're playing a hand uh, can be the most beneficial. So I like to denote how hands play out on certain boards where the other person was. Uh, so even uh, in the online home game that we play, I took a note from someone that said, open from middle position, check, check, fold on an ace, ace, five, seven, jack board. Uh, so they opened for middle position, and then when it came out ace, ace, five, they checked. And then they checked the turn again and then just folded the river. So I'm, it may seem something simple, but I know this person plays face up now. I know they're not going to try and represent a hand that they don't have when it comes out two aces on the board, which should benefit them more than it did me. So now I have this note on someone, and I can attack them in certain spots. And also, when they're not going check, check, fold, and they are betting into me, now I have a little bit more information to think that maybe they do have a good hand in this spot. So to me, that one little note that I took, I think is going to help me play a lot better versus that person in the future. Yeah, and definitely taking notes. The way you take notes uh, makes a big difference. Like some people like to actually just take pen and paper notes with their own shorthand, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, if you want to have that tactile experience, some people like to use the poker client software to make notes on the individual players and give them color tags. Um, if you've got a HUD or poker tracker four, um, you can make notes there. They're usually a little more comprehensive and they'll track some other things as well. And so you have to, I think Taylor made a great point that you have to really think about how much time you're going to have to work with this information in a hand too. Not only in the time that takes you to record it, but you have to be pretty judicious about, um, recording the kind of information that really is going to be helpful. So as he says, don't, don't write down when people do things that are expected or normal um, because it's not interesting when people do things that are expe expected or normal. You don't have to write that down. You just make that assumption and just write down the things that they do that are different that allow you to tailor your play to them. Um, so that would be one one good tip there. Steve, did you have something you wanted to jump Well, on? I'm just curious if then, like, I, and I'm not much of a note taker. I don't use HUD, so that's all kind of a new thing for me because part of it is my memory of, like, okay, how do I use that? So, you know, when you make those notes tailored, then do you, do you go back and, you know, change it from what it is to just sort of, like, plays heads up, I mean, or face up? I mean, or do you consolidate these notes somehow, or, you know, do you just keep summarizing, or what do you do with those as you keep going uh, I keep notes in there and just keep adding to it if I see the need. Uh, typically, whenever I take a note, I know like what its intention is. Uh, so like that note that I have essentially tells a story. And I could just write plays face up, but that may be uh, I didn't actually see a hand and I thought it was the case. Giving myself an example actually helps me understand what I was trying to get at. Mm. Because... Um, I may see that note in the future and not realize, hey, this guy had a flop with two aces on it and he was the pre-flop raiser and didn't continuation bet. Uh, to me, that's a big deviation from the norm because that's a great spot to just continuation bet and right. take down the pot the majority of the time. Uh, if I just say plays face up, right. I may not understand like what exactly I'm talking about. Um, but I'll, I'll just keep a list, keep adding to it. If... I see something that contradicts something that I have previously, I may put in quotations or in parentheses, question marks. Like now, now I'm starting to get second guess this note 
or I may delete old notes and add to it. So, I mean, it's your notes. If you think someone's changing how they're playing or you see something different that contradicts, uh, I am very apt to add, delete, modify, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you, and part, part of what I think about in terms of the consolidating notes like Steve was asking is that kind of color coding thing right like that that we take these notes and then we can start to classify people into certain categories which we can then sort of simplify by um by color coding or you know some 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 overall label that we can give to somebody which might help us make some decisions but I like what you're saying Taylor a lot about how we have to like take down not just like this player plays ABC, but really give an example of what we mean by that so that we can have a little bit more of a sense of it. Because the next time we see that note might be weeks later uh, if we're playing on a big, you know, a big site. And it, it's, you know, it's hard to, if we just have everybody pay, plays face up who plays face up, but we're not saying why they do, or they're, you know, this player is really aggressive. That can mean a lot of different things for a lot of different players. So taking those specific notes is really helpful. And I think the key in there, like what you said, is just it has to be like like major deviations, right? That's kind of the point. Like I think I could see myself getting caught in that trap of, oh, that's different than normal. Oh, they opened ace nine where I thought it'd be ace jack or better. You know, those kinds of things could really then just sort of create all this noise, right? Yeah, and I mean, everyone's going to have their own like opening ranges for like that one specific example. But there can be certain things that you can like notice from there. Like from what you just said, they could be more apt to play aces and have instead of like a, you know, you typically see the range and it's like that arrow with the block around the broadways. It may be like really pointy with playing a lot of aces too. And that can be good to know. Um, but it doesn't necessarily always have to be something major either. Because uh, you could take a note on someone that says, hey, they're really wide from the button which if I just read that note, I'd be like, ah, that's meaningless. But if you really wide from the button, and then you have like two examples of like, deuce six suited and jack four right. off suit. Right. And then you're like, okay, that's well, that how wide they are <laughs> from the button. Like now you, you have that little extra piece of information. Your note could be wide from early position, but that doesn't necessarily tell you what's going on. You could say wide from early position and say under the gun, ace nine offsuit because that is then a meaningful piece of information yeah chris did you want to jump in there nope so and i guess one other thing that's a little uh it's a little dry but um back up these files <laughs> it sounds like a, a kind of a mundane detail but um make sure that you're backing up these notes whether it's on the poker client or in your poker tracker four or something um you don't want to lose a bunch of years of notes on people just because uh, you had some computer malfunction um and another thing is if you're paying attention to the hands to uh make notes on particularly when it comes to hands with showdown try and really go through that hand um, retroactively and note all the different decision points that that player went through with those holdings once you've seen the showdown value because um, you can tell a lot more about um, specific actions assumptions that players are making when you can see the actual hand that they went through and and if you want to because i love i love what these guys are talking about not making assumptions based on the data but just like recording what actually happened um, if a great way to do shorthand is if you see someone 
doing something similar to a note that you already have in there, I just add an exclamation point. And then if I look down and I see that I've got like six exclamation points next to this one note in a player, then I know that that's something that they do routinely. And it's something that uh, um, it, it's not just a sample size. It's not just it happened once. So that's a nice way to, like that. to weigh that, that frequency to it as well. Yeah, and I thought I'd just mention, it, it goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway, uh, that the smaller the fields or the more regularly you play against the same people, the more useful notes are going to be. If you're constantly playing in thousand-person online fields, then notes are going to be of limited use. But if you start playing in cash games where you're hitting the same regulars over and over again, or if you're seeing the same people at your tournament tables, then notes can be invaluable. And it's real, honestly, it's know. real. Yeah, go ahead. I would, say I would love to know the notes people have on me. Not that people will share, like, I'm not a note taker, but it'd be, it'd be fascinating, wouldn't it, to know, like, what notes people have on you? Oh, my notes well, on you are all right here. After mine are on you, too, Rob. <laughs> yeah, mine are wouldn't mostly from live. Wouldn't that be so. kind of fun to, like, <laughs> yeah, do that, yeah, like, yeah, everybody yeah. just swap notes at some point? I think it'd be fun. It's a great idea. We should do it. And, I mean, I, I use my HUD in the, in the PokerStars home game, so if anybody wants to see a snapshot of, what their play looks like in my HUD, just send me an email, jim at rec.poker, and I'll send you your hands or I'll send you a, a screenshot of my HUD um, with your hands in there so uh, you can take a look at it because it, it is helpful. It's good feedback. I know Taylor that's and I have talked Canadian about that. That's a Canadian brag there. <laughs> yeah, <this is> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I know Taylor brought that idea up for our, our home game that we play, like mm -hmm. our physical home game that we've been on hold now. But he brought that up like, hey, let's all kind of give each other an idea of how each other play. And I think that'd be a great way to learn. Mm -hmm. Well, and when I was in high school, so like, like my senior year, we would actually play poker about three or four times a night. And we were home game, it was past the deck, that kind of stuff. And when I started, like, I, I bought a couple of poker books. I think uh, Mike uh, Caro's Poker Book Hotels was one that oh, yeah. I had and all that kind of stuff. And a few of them said, take notes. Even if you're playing, so this was really before any online boom, take notes. So I had a notebook that I brought to my home game. And I would, I used it in my truck, but I would always take notes afterwards. And I, my notes were much more detailed than anything that's going to be on a HUD right now. But I wrote it down and I would always make sure I review stuff. Okay, you know, Thomas did this, you know, when he had this that kind of stuff and my friends would always give me crap oh is it, it put that in your book put that in your book the funny thing is is after we like stopped playing we got out of high school we hadn't played a, very, a ton i found it and i actually sent each person's section to them this was like two years afterwards and they loved it they're like you know what i did do that you know so it was, it was just kind of crazy that the stuff i picked up on they were curious to see you know talking about us keeping notes on each other but yeah i mean that was something that i did i don't do it as much now which actually now that i think about it i should because even after i should have i should write down the stuff i have about steve from all the live stuff but you know <laughs> but yeah I, I should take more notes online and i when we did the uh, a little bit of a discussion with taylor before he went into the learn pro poker tournament where he was taking notes on any history that he had of people that was kind of game changing for me as far as how he would perceive a hand and then say, okay, I'm going to take a note here. Likes playing is, is okay playing flops uh, in position and that kind of stuff. So that was kind of reinvigorated my, Oh, Hey, notes are very, very helpful if you can get them to remember. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's a really good point because it actually brings up something. When we were doing that review section, uh, we were taking notes on stuff and we noticed something and it was something that I wrote down and I was like, Hey, this guy, 
uh, he bets half pot as a bluff. Other sizes when he's on the river, usually smaller or bigger, are for value. But every time he clicks this half pot button, every time we've seen it, it's been a bluff. And we got into the Learn Pro Poker thing. And what do they do to me on the river but bet, bet half pot? So what do I do? I raise them and they fold. And it was great. It was like, okay, you take that little note, you have that on there. Actually, like being able to use it is one of the most satisfying feelings in the world. Yeah, one of my favorite quotes is that uh, good luck happens when uh, good luck is when uh, opportunity meets preparation, you know, and, and you can you talk about poker being a lucky game, but really it's just uh, people making good decisions, being prepared and uh, knowing what they're getting into. So uh, be be that be that prepared, take take advantage of uh, some of these non-sexy felt in the moment you know it's not just about soul reads and uh having aces all the time you can do some some less sexy study work and it'll really serve you serve you well there i think uh, you know if you if you're doing your notes properly you're you're also setting yourself up to be a better hand reader Hmm. Uh, we talked about that in a previous podcast about hand reading and and the idea that you can, like Taylor mentioned, well, this guy opens wide. Well, what does that mean? Well, you, he saw he opened 6-2 suited and jack-4 offsuit or something like that. So now you start to build that range of what, what he's starting with. Um, and I think that's really important. So I think that's where the notes can lead you other than those aberrations. You know, a guy raises 6 plus big blinds pre-flop because he had jacks and so you put that in your notes so you know if you see a, a an unusual raise pre-flop you know he's got something like jacks or tens but then you've got those outliers like taylor mentioned that can help you define their range a little better and i think that's really the power of taking notes because you're not going to remember that stuff without taking those notes and I'll say, since we're talking specifically about online tournaments, I mean, if you're playing live, just take notes on your phone on like a notes app or something. People will just assume you're texting your buddy. Um, it's a little less obvious than being out there with the reporter's pen and pad. But um, yeah, that's a great way to do it. And then you can even have them in a spreadsheet at home or something and make it easy to study later or to review. But if you're taking out notes online, and so this is specifically for uh, Wojami. Um, if you're going to be playing online seriously, I really do. I recommend getting a HUD. Um, Poker Tracker 4 is my, my personal favorite. It's amazing. You can get our link through the rec, uh, rec.poker resources page. And uh, that, I think it's like 100 bucks. And we'll even throw in a $30 custom-made HUD for you, the Rec Poker HUD. Uh, that's also available in the shop. So, um, and if you have any questions about HUD play, you can reach out to Taylor or myself or any of these guys. And uh, we'd love to, we love talking HUDs and, and note taking and poker tracking software and that kind of thing. Cause we're a bunch of poker nerds and it's who we are. We love it. Um, so any other thoughts about uh, note taking good things about it, things to avoid traps, trials, tribulations, then just happy trails. We'll see everybody here again next week. Thanks to um, Learn Pro Poker, Running Aces, uh, Casino, <laughs> Hotel and Racetrack, and Website Amp. We couldn't do it without you. Thanks, everybody. Thanks.